We know who the stars are, but we talked about the others. What are they doing? I'll tell you here in Locked On Jaguars in just a second. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on? What's good, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I'm the host of the Locked On Jaguars, Tony Tony Wiggins. I said I was about to say Tony Podcast, Tony Wiggins. Uh, here on Locked On Jaguars, we like to say it's your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. We say that because it is absolutely true. We also appreciate you joining us on our YouTube page. That is free to subscribe to. You can do that at Locked On Jaguars YouTube page. Make sure you hit the like uh, button, the subscribe button, and then please follow through. Hit the bell so you receive notifications anytime we drop an episode. Uh, and wherever you listen to your podcast every single day, Make sure you tap into that place to make sure you don't miss an episode as well. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Locked On NFL. That's the code for $20 off your first purchase, last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Shout out to the everydayers that join us every single day. You will be an everydayer too if you just come back every single day. What's good, good people? Sorry I missed y'all yesterday. Had some uh, medical stuff to attend to, but. Um, Glad to be back with you here on Locked On Jaguars. Certainly, you know, it's 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 in season. We got a lot of content dropping. So I know you missed me, but you kind of didn't. But that's all right. I'm going to let you know what we're going to talk about today. Something that you guys have heard me refer to, those who have listened to this show for a long time. I'll just set the table for you. We know who the stars are. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, right? Uh, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram. Tyson Campbell, Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, Andre Sisko. It's about 10 people, right? Those are those are the guys that you lead with. Those are the guys that when you bend that corner and your best guys walk around in slow motion with some theme music playing, those are the guys that you are going to lead with. And those are the guys that pretty much, if you say, name your 10 best players, if that was 10, it might have been nine, but close enough. Those are the guys you lead with. The dudes that, that you have the most expectation from, the guys that are your premium guys, the players that uh, as they go, so goes this team. We talked often in the offseason about the others and who those players would be. The others is simply categorized as by me. I know Charles Barkley and Shaq talk about the role players on a basketball team. It's a little bit different with football because so many people, so many different people have to play well in order for things to go correctly. So the others, in my opinion, in football, were going to be the guys who played supporting roles, who would do big things at big moments to really, really help this team when the team may have been struggling. Or when you're playing another really good team and your good players and the, their good players are awash, who are the extra players on the team that on any given day can be one of the best players on the field that day. And one of the most important players on the field that day. But for, for the most part, no one really considers those guys to be the best players on your team. You need those contributions. There's two ways that those guys can help. They can always be that complimentary player every single week, which means 
they give you every single week everything that they have there's a little bit of a ceiling on what they can do but their role in there and their contribution is very very important there's a couple of guys like that on this list that I'm going to go through when I start talking about our others. But then you have these other guys. You can have other guys that for whatever reason, uh, it could be playing time. It could be they're playing because of an injury. Well, they're not going to give you that every week because of opportunity, but they will do it every now and then, right? Like the one time you really need them or when you call on their number, they're able to get it done. We have some of those guys too, and we're going to mention them here today. But the importance of the others is this. As you elevate as a franchise, first of all, your, your your top guys have to be top guys or they become others by default, right? So your top guys have to be top guys and they have to. The first thing that people are going to notice before they even notice your others is, are your headliners playing the way headliners are supposed to? Let's go through that real quick. Trevor, there's been some friendly banter and friendly debate on how well or well he isn't playing. We think he's playing well. There's this thing you're looking for. When you're looking at Trevor Lawrence, you're really trying to balance out career expectations, draft hype, and what he's tangibly doing on the field. And then a little bit of that, the the things that I don't really like to consider much is is draft hype because once a player started playing, I guarantee you when teams watch film, they're not watching film based on where they were picked in the draft. So, if you're watching the in a couple of weeks, the 49ers and the Jaguars are going to play here in Jacksonville. All the talk may go go to the point where you had a guy who was the first pick and the last pick in the draft playing against each other. I know somebody's going to. I don't even think it was the same draft, but I know there's a lot of a lot of people are going to go through that. A lot of people are going to go. You got number one pick overall. Like you got to outplay him because he was the last pick in the draft. But coaches, when they look at tape. They don't see where a guy was drafted. Just look at how how is he doing? If a guy has a track record of playing in the NFL, at some point Tom Brady stopped becoming Tom Brady the six round pick. Tom Brady became Tom Brady. Didn't help you at all when you were watching tape if you were a defensive coordinator to label him as a six round pick. In fact, you probably want to shut up and not say that at all because you don't want your player sitting here saying, "Oh, he's a six round." At some point, he outplayed that, and you forgot about it, right? The same things happen when it's a number one overall pick. At some point, the the people that do this for a living don't sit here and think about where a guy was chosen. That's just something that we do. All right. But the other thing, too, you have to kind of guard yourself against if you're a fan of judging these guys is using where you've been as a sort of measuring stick uh, to what you expect now. Like if Trevor isn't playing up to par, I don't want to hear one Jaguar fan say, yeah, he ain't playing at the par, but woo, based on what we're used to around here, we'll take that. That's good enough. No, Trevor needs to play the way Trevor's supposed to play. Regardless of how David Garrard played or how Byron Leftwich played or regardless of how anyone else played from the past, Trevor needs to do what Trevor's supposed to do regardless of any of that stuff. So we have to take that out of our emotions. But so far, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, for the most part, Calvin Ridley, Josh Allen definitely has Trayvon Walker. Uh, Tyson Campbell's missed one game, but he's been good. The only one of those those natural players, Cisco's played really well. The only one has really been Devon Hamilton, and that's because he hasn't been there, right? But for the most part, all of the top guys have actually played like top guys this season, and it's why the Jaguars, it's why the, your Jacksonville Jaguars are five and two. 
you just think about the game that got away with the Texans. And I really, really hate doing that, but you got to do it sometimes. The game that got away against the Texans, man, the Jaguars could really be sitting here at six and one. And yeah, but they're not. They're not. And it's because the Texans played well, and it's a thing that happens in uh, the National Football League. It just happens. You, you know, you're going to play games. You're not going to win them all because teams are better than you think, and that's what it is. So we're going to take a look at the others. We're going to go through it. And right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now, the first one I'm going to start with, that's Devin Lloyd. So Devin Lloyd last year, even though he was a rookie, was sort of put in this other category, right? He was put in this category where – he was one of the guys expected to, and this is what a year does for you, man. He was one of the guys that was expected to really do work, right? But that was because of his draft status. We didn't take into account and didn't take into consideration that Devin Lloyd was a rookie who had to learn, and learned he has. That is something that we will all agree that Devin Lloyd has done extremely well is he's figured it out, man. He seems like a guy who is really, really – Learn how to play this game, and this game is slowed down for him. We'll talk about that and more here on Locked on Jaguars. But first, I got to let you know about today's sponsor, which is Game Time. Man, the Game Time app is something else. Use the app. If you have to go online, go to gametime.co, game right? You ever been in a situation where you need event tickets? I mean, you need event tickets, whether it's to a football game, a play, comedy show, whatever. And you waited until the last minute. You procrastinated. Well, guess what? Your mama used to say your lack of planning is not my emergency. Well, guess what? Game time goes the other way. Your lack of planning is their forte because they specialize in last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets, every kind of event in your area. Views from all seats in the venue, lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, etc. So don't argue with us. Argue with your mama. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you need tickets, you better go to Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an a code, create an account, redeem the code Locked On NFL. All all one word: L O C K E D O N N F L for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And we're back here guaranteeing you that we'll be here every single day because we're your team every day. Locked on Jaguars, thank you for joining us and making us your first listen. Uh, we're talking about the others. We uh, segued into this segment talking about Devin Lloyd. What a difference one year makes. At this point, we were talking about it uh, at some point in the offseason. We were discussing and talking about whether or not Chad Muma was going to challenge Devin Lloyd for Devin Lloyd's spot in the starting lineup the answer for that is a resounding no and we're not going to trash chad muma right now we're just going to praise devin lloyd you can do one without doing the other devin lloyd has not only let everyone know that he belongs but devin lloyd has really showed i can i guess i keep saying this whole name don't i he has really shown up and and shown out and he's had a really really good year i'm not talking about pro bowl or all pro any of that stuff but he looks like a kid that the expectations were tempered a little bit. And what he's really, really done is he's played extremely well. The things that he seemed to uh, struggle with last year with guys running across his face, not so much this year. Uh, he was always a pretty sound tackler. And to me, he always did a really good job of 
fighting through his blocks that once those guards from the other team got to him on the second level, he always did a real good job of shedding those blocks. And I know that was a concern with him coming out because he played sort of sort of free and loose all over when he was in college. But he's really, really showed up and, 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 and done well this year for this team. And he's a part of this mantra and a part of this identity that the Jaguars defense has. We, we've already discussed that the team as a whole doesn't really have one yet. But, well, they do. And their identity is the fact that they don't have one. How about that? But what he's done is he looks like the th- everything's slowed down. And I know that's very, very cliche as to say, but that's the truth. He just looks like he belongs. He doesn't look like things are, are above him. Doesn't look like he's just, as Bill Parcells once said about a player, uh, doesn't look like a dog chasing a mail truck. He, he looks like he knows what he's doing. Everything is under control. And he fits the mantra of this defense and the identity of this defense of being a big jumbo athlete that can run and put pressure on the other team. And that's one thing he's done real well. He's a very, very good compliment to Foy Oluwakan, who's all over the place and got in the end zone last week. But, yeah, so great expectations um, are finally being met by Devin Lloyd. We're going to get to some other players. I ain't going to go in any specific order. But I will tell you that Rayshon Jenkins has always been considered one of the others. In fact, if you go back and listen to a lot of shows and look at a lot of uh, stuff online about the future of this team, and this is one of the reasons somebody asked me about 2024. And one of the reasons I said we have to let 2023 play out. There's too much blue sky. There are too many good things that can happen this year before we just speedball past them and start looking at 2024 and making these projections on what the team should and shouldn't do. Rayshon Jenkins is perfect for that scenario. And here's why. Because Rayshon Jenkins was one of those people that everybody wanted to say, let him go. And I'm not going to mention his name, but y'all can probably guess who's the who's the the, the, the great media pundit that always goes, uh, get rid of him. You can replace him. Uh, move on, move on, move on. I ain't going to tell you who it is, my boy, though, because I don't want to act like I'm cherry picking because he's right about a lot of things. But there's just some people that always just say you want to just move on from a guy. And then a guy comes out and has a year, and he goes, oh, oh, oh really? Uh, move on from who? You doing what? And I think Rayshon Jenkins is one of those dudes. Like, I can't imagine his team without him. And at this point, if you even thought of this team possibly moving on from Rayshon Jenkins in 2024, then you got to be – you got to – you might be smoking something. Just ask yourself. what Because I saw something this morning. I was watching Marcus Spears, and I think it was Greg Saturday – and one other player, they were at a little round table and they were talking about, we look at the game from the standpoint of guys who have played. It was Dominique Foxworth, the great Dominique Foxworth, one of the smartest dudes on TV. And he was right. He said, they look at it from who can help us and who can't. When you're a former player and you're thinking about adding or subtracting the dude, we as fans don't understand what it would really, really mean. I tell this story about Paz all the time, uh, Paul Puzlesny. I was in the locker room wondering why Miles Jack wasn't playing, and I was openly loud about it. And there were two starters. Telvin Smith was one. Cinderic uh, Marks was the other one. And there was somebody else. I can't remember who it was. But they turned it all in simultaneous go, who are you going to bench? For who? So they didn't all say the same thing, but they all gave me. So I remember standing there looking around saying, like, well, damn, y'all ain't gonna don't try to jump me in here. They was like, no, I think it was Malik Jackson. It was like, well, who's he gonna play for? Something like that. And but he, I think Telvin looked at me and goes, 
don't even say pause because I was about to load. I think he saw my lips loading up to say pause Lesney. And when when I looked and I said, oh, really? The other guys go, she. And I ain't say the whole word, but they go, she. And I'm like, really? And they were like, yeah. Like, get that out of your head, whatever. We don't know how they feel, how the players feel about other players. When we start trying to add and subtract them or give their jobs to other people. And if you don't think that's a big deal, you're crazy because former players and coaches, when especially when coaches have multiple quarterbacks, they're always trying to figure out who's going to be the starter. They usually say the players will tell you who to start. Who, who these guys are willing to follow is the starter. Who do they believe is the alpha? That kind of stuff is important when you want to start messing up the team chemistry. You can't take away guys that people trust in order to, to just bring guys in because you're worried about the future or you're worried about somebody uh, fitting in. So the irony in this list, and I'm going to get to the rest of these guys on these, these lists. I don't know if irony is the correct word, but the, the one unique factor about this list that I'm talking about today is this. All of them are on defense. All of the others that I mentioned are on defense. One, because everything that's going on offense is what you expected. Folks just thought the offense was going to be good. And this is part of what I was talking about, about our expectations. So our expectation was that the offense was going to be good and the defense needed to step up. Now the defense is basically carrying the team because the offense is so up and down and they're a little bit inconsistent. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to name some guys, right? I'm going to tell you right now, everybody else on this list resides in the secondary or their reserve on the defensive line. One of them I'm going to mention. He, like I said, I thought at one point I might make this guy my team MVP or at least my defensive MVP because some other guys have gotten banged up. That's my man, Darius Williams. He's going to be the one that we uh, speak about when we uh, get back to the top of segment three. We're going to talk about Darius Williams and then mention the rest of the others. But first, I must let you all know about today's sponsor also, which is LinkedIn Talent Solutions, because these days every potential new hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. Man, you don't want to hire the wrong person, especially at the beginning. You want to be 100 percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you got to do, man, is add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And I have to let you guys know about prize picks that's right prize picks is the absolute truth and man you better get on it if you want to win you some money man i'm telling you right now prize picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in north america we are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports it's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of players including pros and sharks you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in I'm telling you, you just got to get it right, man. You got to know who's going to play and who's not going to play. Dictate how the situation going to go in the game and then pick whether these guys can even have the opportunity to hit those numbers. 
Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL, all lowercase, all one word, for a deposit match up to $100. I'm repeat that. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Make sure you go get paid, man. Two to six players. That's all you need. And remember, you're going more than or less than on those projections all right man tell you what you won't go more than or less than and that is me because you will always get the most from me here on locked on jaguars make sure you check out locked on nfl on friday i'll be on there with my man carter critiques chris carter we're gonna be this friday you know what i won't be because this friday i will be with um uh not usually I'm, i'm on there usually with david harrison Chris Carter and I will be doing the crossover tomorrow. The Jaguars and Steelers crossover. We'll have that for you tomorrow. The uh, Locked on NFL show, this week I'll be with Alex Clancy on Friday. But, it, you know, normally I'm there with David Harrison. We're going to give it to you, man. All the stuff from all the biggest stories and news and notes from around the National Football League and the biggest headlines you can get in a Locked on NFL every single day. Make sure you subscribe to the Locked on NFL podcast on YouTube. It is also free. Make sure you check that out as well all right let's get to some more of these others Darius Williams we talked about it I think he's right there behind Josh Allen or right neck and neck with Josh Allen as the MVP for the team and for you Lucan is it behind MVP for the defense if that's you know if you will um and for you Lucan isn't right behind him so he's been one of the three best players this year and he was somebody that of course was on that replace the unofficial replace list as well but that obviously is not going to happen the Jaguars are very very they should be very very glad to have him and I know people were wondering how it was going to go when they lost Shaq Griffin and then they lose to Houston the first Shaq starts for Houston. Never mind that, though. Darius Williams has played extremely well this year. Monteric Brown, he's one of those dudes that when given an opportunity, he took over and he, and he did well. So Monteric Brown, Buster, played really, really well. He was one of those others as well. Trey Herndon, who I've given a bunch of crap to, uh, play has played well and has been very very steady and has had moments where I'm glad the Jaguars still had him on the team as well and also uh, we got to look towards the defensive line now one of these dudes hasn't had much of an opportunity because he hadn't been there and that's Dewan Smoot uh, but it doesn't surprise anyone does it surprise anyone that Dewan Smoot on this very first uh, opportunity and his very first time out this year uh Came out and got a sack and 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 wreaked havoc. You shouldn't, because that's who he is, and that's what he's been since he's got here. He's gotten here, and he's one of those dudes, man. I thought they weren't going to have a chance to resign him, but an injury led to him uh, probably getting a little bit less money in free agency than he would have. And guess what? He's he took it and he does not care. Dude came off of a rehab Achilles and, and had a real good effective game and gave the outlook for this team. Uh, something that was very bright to look forward to, and that's another guy who just goes out there and gets after it and plays within the scheme. And Adam Gostas, keep bringing him back on one-year deals every single year, and he keeps standing tall and stepping up, and he's played extremely well as a part of the rotation. Uh, I have to be remiss, too, if I don't mention our RH, Roy Robinson-Harris, while not flashy, has done a lot of really good things. When a team doesn't get dominated at these certain positions, that's when guys are playing well, even beyond the flash, even beyond the things that folks expect that 
kind of highlight whether or not a guy is playing really well or not. So those are some of the guys. Let's see. You go Devin Lloyd, Rayshon Jenkins, Darius Williams, Montero Brown, Trey Herndon, Adam Gostas, Dewan Smoot. Wig, has there any has there been anybody on the other side of the ball that has that lived beyond their expectations? Yes. I'm gonna get to that right now. I know this is all about defense today, but there there is somebody that uh is banged up right now. But I think Walker Little. I think we need to we need to give Walker Little a, a nice clap, a nice pat on the backside and a and a nice attaboy for Walker Little played well. Walker Little played well when Cam Robinson was out. And now we just want to see what he looks like for, for an extended period with both of them on the left side of the offensive line. But Walker Little was doing so well, you were wondering, like, man, do we really want to move him inside? He had one or two plays that you want to take back. But I'm not going to be like other people and act like guys are perfect all the time. Everybody has one or two plays that you want to take back. But, yeah, so far, Little has been well. Now, where can they get some production and where can they have an other – uh, step up who's shown a little bit of promise that you're going to see something more. I'm going to give you one on defense and one on offense. Caleb Vaughn has, has been better than, than I thought he was going to be. He, he, he actually has been very, very serviceable this year. But I still believe that, especially if they don't make a trade, that there's some room for Yasir Abdullah, the young cat. I think he's a healthy scratch last week. But there's going to come a point in time where Yashir, Yashir, Yashir Abdul out of uh, Louisville will give them something to think about. I think if they need him to make a play, I think he can make a play. On offense, Brenton Strange, and I forgot about Tank Bigsby. I like Tank, but right now ETN is like a candidate for like the best running back of the year so far. But Brenton Strange, man, he, he caught on the other day, he caught a couple of passes, one for a touchdown. He seems like a dude also that instead of hitting that rookie wall, he's trying to find a niche and find a way. He looks like he's continued to grind and, and continue to do the things that's required uh, for him to get on the field. And they're gaining more and more trust in him because he's getting more and more time. And they're looking his way in critical situations, especially in the red zone, which is why I thought he was brought in here anyway to add some toughness um, to the short yardage uh, situation, uh, particularly in the red zone. So, Shout out to Britton Strange, of course, for looking like someone who may be able to help them even more down the stretch. I want to say something, too, about Anton, Anton Harrison. He's got some tough games coming up. You got ooh, the next two games. You got T.J. Watt on, in one game and, and Nick Bosa. So I'm, I'm going to either need you all to pray for Anton Harrison, um, sneak him a baseball bat uh, or some brass knuckles into his uniform before those games, or – Hope the coaching staff realizes they have to chip in the next two games at the very least when they play against two of the three or four best at their position in the entire league. Tell you what's best. What's best is that we get together every single day on Locked on Jaguars. When we aren't, I do apologize for it. But I'm getting healthy, man. I know y'all probably see my cane right behind me. I'm off that walker. So I'm getting ready. I'm moving. I'm taking steps by myself. Yesterday I just had a situation where I'd had some some stretching and some things done to my leg that stretched it a little bit. And they were told me to keep it as straight as possible for the next 24 hours. So it wouldn't stiffen up on me. And one of the ways it stiffens up is me sitting at a 90 degree angle in a chair. So I could not do that. I could not do my show standing up as well. So that's why you guys didn't see me yesterday. And I, don't, I know I don't need to be explaining myself 
And somebody's gonna get on me about that too. But no, I just thought I might owe you an explanation because I tell you to be here every day. And if I wasn't here, you need to know you need to know exactly why. But we're almost there, man. And the Jaguars are almost there too, almost at that midway or that half. Uh, it is not really a midway point because you got 17 games. I did I do have a Duval County education uh that tells me that half of 17 is eight and a half, and there is no half game, but uh, we're at that point where the Jaguars are getting close to whatever that is, and they're also getting very close to uh, their bye week, which is going to be after this game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I said it last week. I said they only played two games in 21 days. I think I might have been right because from the time that they played the last game to this game is 10 days, right, because they played on Thursday or nine days. 10, depending on how you look at it. I know if you count Thursday or count Sunday, it might be 11, but still. they uh, And then they got the one game, and then they got a whole another week after that. So, look, it is. It's, it's like 21, 22 games. They're going to play two games in 21 or 22 days. They had a chance to get really, really healthy. If they went out before, if they beat Pittsburgh, I know the thinking is, dang, you're going to stop this thing while it's hot. And, yeah, I'll probably say that, too. Is it a good thing to stop it while it's hot? But I, I just think you take the bye wherever it comes, and, and I think it's in a good spot for the Jaguars because they have some guys that aren't healthy that will need to be. So tomorrow we have the crossover with uh, Locked On Steelers. Chris Carter, one of the best in the business. I call him the counselor. And then on Friday, of course, we'll do our uh, some more game previews and give you some news and notes as we approach kickoff. Until then, you guys take care of each other. And do it like we say on Locked on Jaguars, man. Always look out for each other and we'll look out for you too. And we'll see you next time here on Locked on Jaguars.